yeah, once again, this song, DJ Crew, Howie, Synergy Street, you know, I already know, Sesame Street for grown folk, we in this thing, what's good? Another day, another dollar, let's get it popping. Another day, another dollar. What is popping? I think, so, we did the podcast, the first one. Now my acne, because I use black soap. What? I'm sorry, I was, that was a special uh, public service announcement for black, oh, black, black soap. soap. You know, black soap works really well on my skin, it's better than um, proactive, because you're not stuck like proactive, proactive is, proactive is like crack. You got to keep using proactive like you got to keep smoking crack. Thing with black soap is just go to Clark's, spend like $5, Joe. Get you some shea butter. Spend like $5. You don't need no motherfucking exfoliation. Okay? This has been a public service now for African black soap. Like I said, my acne ain't popping. But what is popping is what? Tell me. What's I was out of, I, I, tr- I tried proactive for a little bit. I just couldn't stick to the regimen. It was too strict. It's too much money, nigga. Them rich people problems. Well, it you was. Gotta, you gotta be. You gotta. It have wasn't that. It was too man. strict. For me, it was too strict. There was like three. There was three things that you had to do. All you had to do them in in a certain order, and you had to do it twice a day. I wasn't committed. Yeah, I can't be doing that. Where you gotta like what was do gonna happen up, up, if my down, face left, qu- start, select. I can't be doing that shit. You know, you gotta put in codes and shit just to get your acne right. That's too many. I must do it. You, you know, that's too much. I can I couldn't on. see the finish line. I was like, what's going to happen if my face clears up anyways? How's my left? You're going to get, get bitches. That's what's going to happen. But that was the thing. I was in shit, like... You, I was, shit. you think bitches want pizza face? I wasn't even focused on shit, that at that no, time. No. Maybe that... What came first? Chicken or the egg? I don't know. But well, what the, came first, if you got too much acne on your face, either one or two is going on. <laughs> the point is... Either you, was, you, you, you're eating the wrong shit, I have or the you're, smoking the, you're smoking some bad meth or something. I don't know. I think it was my testosterone at the time. Also, I got oily face, too. It's calmed down a lot, but now I, I shave. I have to shave every once in a while, like once a week. And whenever well, I shave, yeah. I get acne again. But see, that you got to clean your razor though. I you do clean my clean razor. Clean that motherfucker with alcohol. I do clean my but razor. But you be way you can't. Blow over there. Oh my, my, well, my bad. What you scared? Of, you scared of some weed smoke, man? <laughs> Just blow over Man, there. Prop sixty four. All right, all right. Anyways, don't try to act like it's. Anyways, crap. you the reason why the motherfucker felt bad even smoke. You know what I'm saying? We went. We went. The reason why motherfuckers can't make it out here because I can't smoke the motherfucker way because it get demonized and shit. The one that I was saying about next crack, to the nigga. sex shop, he was, I didn't even know about this. It's called Hidden Candy Treasures or some bullshit okay, like that. Okay, okay. Don't, don't, don't get them cracked just yet. Is it still popping or what? Well, nobody's. I, it's going to be popping for a little bit, but. By the, time, by the time the masses hit, a, hit this shit, yeah. it's going to be long gone, what you're trying to say. Because Riverside don't play that shit when it comes to weed dismissal. They don't, they, don't, they don't play it. They don't play it. City's not yeah. down. City mm-hmm. council's not down. The wards are not down. I no, we don't like the weed because it tracks your niggas. East, east side is down. I got the poll results. I got the poll results. Like, east side is what down. What city you doing? You know the east side ain't cracking. Yeah, east side is down. I don't know what motherfucking city on this motherfucking map where the east side ain't cracking. East side is like it was you know like sixty four. That's all the east sides in, in the motherfucking out the, everywhere on the motherfucking planet, specifically the southeast side. You know what I'm saying? Shot town, what up? You, you know, get it. East side it was like sixty four thirty six. That's what it was, it was down. Specifically, seven thirty in Dorchester, Circon City. Go on. Exactly. We, I was gonna try. I had talked to Jeremiah Gordon because you said that we we're gonna do from the Lost Podcast. You said that we we're gonna discuss the divide between the Black community and the African community. But I want to bring him on for that because we could talk okay, about. Okay, so days. you know, here on Synergy Street, we ain't got the budget just right where we got the guests. Yeah, we don't on have time. To. Like we ain't got itineraries and flight budgets and shit for the guests just yet. You feel me? But we gonna have the talk. We gonna have the discussion about how. The people in the culture that they, they, they might look like you from 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 eye glance, you might have the same skin color, but it's still a divide there because it's been prophesized that we will be of the same color, but by our whom? mind by whom? Um, it's been it's, it's old ancient uh, old ancient African proverb 
similar to it takes a village to raise a child, that we would be of the same That's color. That's African? That's an African That's an Af- old African proverb, yes. I thought it was French or something. The old ancient African proverb, it takes a village to raise a child. You playing right now. How motherfucker, how motherfucker for Africa don't know African proverb? You supposed to study that shit like we studied the Declaration from, of Independence. I'm not now, hold from on, all nigga. of Africa. I'm from now, hold Ethiopia. On. I had to tell shit. My girl didn't know motherfucking all the fucking Bill, Bill of Rights Amendments and shit. I'm like, if you you an American, what if Donald Trump be like, look, motherfuckers, if you can't pass a citizenship test, I don't give a fuck if you got an ID. If you can't pass a citizenship test, you out. I heard it's pretty hard, actually. It's One of his questions is fucking the amendments. You got to know the fucking first, second, third amendments. My dad shit. had to do it. My dad had to yeah, do it. Yeah, shit's real, dog. My mom, she just overstayed her student visa. She. <laughs> Anyways, old African proverb. Bring it back. Brought to you by Alpha Brain. Shout out to Alpha Brain. And don't be shouting out nobody, you know, that we ain't verified and got a blue check yet. There is a few things you that we need saying? to verify. I, <laughs> yeah, <it's> just, <laughs> Damn, nigga, no, say it. Don't spray it, nigga. Hold on. I did some verification. Uh, I looked up Aaron McGruber. Magruder. Magruder. Yeah. Went on to the Wikipedia. Shout out to the guy, Aaron Magruder. Wikipedia page. There's some controversy about that. Y'all can look that up on Wikipedia. There's some. Chicago native. I went back. Dharma, by the way, I did some, because I was listening to it. I listened, You know, I listened to the podcast like three times. Yeah. It was good. It was, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So, Cosmic Order. Dharma is Cosmic Order. Yep, yep. Not to be confused with Dharma and Greg. It used to be on ABC. We're talking about the real, the real Dharma. Not to, yeah, okay. the real Dharma. Spiritual Cosmic no. Order. Spiritual Cosmic Order. Is that not what we're trying to attain? That in the motherfucking aha moments is what you live should be living for. It shouldn't be how many motherfucking likes that you get, how many shares, all that false gratitude shit. It should be about having but a real sense. It should be living in harmony with yourself, what you're yeah. meant to do. Because when yeah. you start trying to be other yeah. things, it just not it bone doesn't thugs work. in harmony though. Not and bone thugs. I mean, bone, shout out to bone thugs. I love bone thugs in harmony, but we're not talking about bone thugs in harmony. We're talking about inner peace and harmony. Are okay? they white? Are bone thugs in harmony? No, they just light skin. They would. They would have. Well, I can't say they'd have been in the house because my light skin ass would have been in the field too. Because all you the know. white kids love Bone Thugs and Harmony. All like well, white kids love white kids save hip hop. They did really because they they were 100%. the only ones buying it. They're the ones. They were the only it. ones buying it. We, they're the only ones that gonna afford that motherfucking shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not that we couldn't afford it. It's just the fact that they can afford it more. So uh, you know, well, fuck the, the music industry. It was Napster when the piracy started. That that was the great shift. That was one of the shifts that happened in the music industry when. Your boy, I don't forget. Remember, remember the Social Network movie, the fucking the movie. Was, yeah, Justin, Justin Timberlake. Timberlake. Yeah, Justin. I'm not saying Justin Timberlake fuck hip hop up. Okay. What's the dude's name? I'm, I'm talking about the character that Justin Timberlake was Tony playing. Tony Napster. Tony Napster was. His was name. that his real name? Tony Napster. I don't know his fucking name. I All I know he I fucked the game too. up for the motherfuckers. Motherfuckers had to go nah, back to like, Walmart and it shit. It was Nick or Ian or some white name like that. But but uh. But yeah, man, like. You know what's so crazy, man? There was a couple of great shifts in that ninety period. Like, definitely when Tupac died. When Tupac died, it was a, it was a shift, and it got weird for a second. Like, motherfuckers didn't know what they want to be thugs, if they want to sing, if they want to be balling. He's only twenty five. You know, I was yeah. watching. So I was watching footage from that documentary, The Defiant Ones. It's like a four part series. And I still gotta see that joint too. Cause I heard it's great. It's, fire. it's great. It is. It is fire. It's about Jimmy Iovine and Dr. Dre. And I was I was watching. They there was whole, what made it significant what made it really sink in is they did the whole what they did is they documented the rise of gangster rap the effect that it had on people and they played all like yeah. all these clips and this footage from like legislators and politicians decrying you know the rise of gangster rap as like this vile type of yeah. thing that was was gonna yeah. tear apart the country like they were really these people well, were were 
terrified that's for a reason. of gangster rap. Because they saw the power. Terrified. They saw the power in that shit. Dude. It was terrified. power in that shit. That's why they dumbed the shit down. That's why they poured a gang of water and a gang of lean that shit. A gang of lean in that shit. It was unbelievable. So, so Tupac, so they start talking about Tupac as the stories start to intersect. Also, what the whole thing, dude, the community is so fucking small. Is, and all these stories, that's also, there's like a few elements that I really like. I like the camaraderie, like when I look at yeah. the artist's life, yeah. I like the camaraderie. Because you'll be listening to artists talk, you know, they'll be just talking with each other. Right. And they'll be like, I knew you, you're like, yeah, I've known him for about like 20, 25 years. We were doing this, shoot back then, blah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. So I like that. And how small the community is. And so uh, the stories are intersecting. Snoop Dogg's working with Dre and Tupac's doing this and that. Meanwhile, yeah. the East Coast is popping and Diddy and Puff that's and all that. What, that's and Suge Knight. And then they talked about Suge Knight going up on stage in, in fucking New York talking about Another shit. if nobody Another else. Shit. He's like, if nobody else wants Diddy talking over the records. And meanwhile, and Snoop Dogg was talking about how you had Flatbush on this side of the room, Brooklyn on this side of the room. You know, Staten Island on this side room. Real New York cast. And Suge Knight went up there. Yeah. Dude, Suge Knight, I, I'm like, I'm I'm watching this footage and my reflex is like, this dude's about to get shot. Because they didn't Suge, give a fuck. I, I don't know how he like, came Suge up there. and all the niggas was real niggas. From, they was real street niggas. I don't niggas, know, you know how what he came up. And then, so they felt like, you know what I'm saying, we ain't finna, we ain't finna back down because we on y'all turf. And, Nigga, we know where we at. That's, you that's, know what I'm saying? We know y'all East Coast. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Cause if I could do on that. some real shit, I love New York. I love them niggas, but they be low key one to beat West Coast niggas. Low key. <laughs> you think and so? Nori said it too. Who Nori? Nori, man, the New York cats will tell you they try to emulate the gangster style of the West with the blood crip shit. They got bloods and crips all in New York and shit. The problem with New York, the New York is you, there's no space to move. Out here in the West, it really is like the wild, wild West. And there's a car culture that I think contributes to gangster life yeah. that you can't replicate in New York. Because it's too, like, you're too it, fucking it's, it's close. A you can't, it's, too, it's too, everybody's too stacked on top of each other. You can't even see the sky sometimes. I remember, I remember like, walking around New York and feeling it's like not I was meant, in the... Everything's not meant for everybody. Yeah. And when you duplicate, you look stupid. Mm-hmm. Not saying New York is stupid and all that, but it got real for a second, especially when niggas are coming through kicking, kicking down buildings and shit. You know what I often wonder is if I grew up in New York, you know how I have this, like, this straight clip? Like, I don't, yeah. this, my accent, like, it's just straight. I wonder what it would be like if I was a New because New York black dudes, right. they have a New York accent, but it's still a black, you yeah. know what I mean? They still sound like a black dude. I always wonder, what would I sound like? Anyways, so Suge Knight goes up, he goes up, says all this shit. Snoop Dogg, just because he's with him, has to double down. Right. He's like, yeah. what, New York ain't got no love for, for, for this and that? Shout out and to New- Dog too, man. Dog is going to be a loyal nigga for life. Snoop Dogg? Look, dog is, yeah, man. I think we and, sleep and he, on Snoop Dogg. He, he is somebody you definitely want to study his game and, 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 and study his blueprint because by him keeping it a thousand all the time and being concrete all the time, that benefited him. Where he's never going to lose with the street. He's never going to lose his credibility ever. I don't because know he's he, always solid. How does he never get... How he, does he, he doesn't have because, a target man, on his back? He doesn't one, have a target on his for back? For one, it's how you brought in, too. How you brought in is a, big, is a big thing. How you started out. He was brought in by one of the biggest producers in the game. Dre. Don't get it twisted. Andre Young is, is, is a god, too. He, he brought him in. Mm-hmm. So, Andre already had a name for himself. He he took a he took a he took a chance with dog. Took a chance. All he could go off was what his homie said. What Warren G with them saying. Mm-hmm. So once he did that, it, it ended up just like with with him. 
M saved Dre, M saved Dre with the um. But with you, the, with the you, gotta watch, you gotta watch it. I, see, cause I know the story, cause I went. I, I remember motherfuckers leaving school to go buy the CD. See, that's why I want to ask you. you know what I'm saying? I wanted to ask you. So, all right. So now they play the footage of Tupac, like leads up to Tupac, and then the night that Tupac died. Meanwhile, Jimmy Iovine is put as you know co-founder of of fucking Interscope Records. Yeah. Is is boosting Tupac. Right. So one of his clients. They're behind Tupac, yeah. He's behind Tupac, which at the time was not a popular opinion. Dude, right. Jimmy Iovine has got. Tupac had a lot of enemies, man. Dude, Jimmy Iovine's got nine yeah. inch nails on there, no doubt. He's got Dre, he's got Snoop Dogg, and he's got Tupac. And at one time, they had. And, and who else? Marilyn Manson. And at, the, at one time, all four of his albums were the top four Billboard that he released. Meanwhile, the whole industry and the establishment doesn't want to fuck with him. You gotta you, you about, no Jimmy Iovine. So now back to Tupac because yeah. Jimmy. What I'm saying is it's connected to how like Jimmy right. Iovine was like real emotional about it. And I'm watching it. And up until this point, Tupac, since I never knew, like I never was around when he was popping or or like never even really listened to him. I didn't understand like intellectually. You didn't grow up in that era. Yeah, I didn't grow up in that era. Right. I understood intellectually, but there wasn't any proximity. And I'm watching this footage. Everybody's narrating how he died. And then the footage of, of the day, and I'm I'm sort of getting close emotionally to the depth yeah. and significance because of Tupac yeah, dying. Man. Yeah. Tupac watch, dying. Watch that interview with the first responder on Vlad TV. With, shout out to Vlad too, man. Somebody, another, another person that's keeping it real for the culture. I think people call him a culture vulture, but I think he interviews a lot of key people in the game, old and new, and he's necessary to the game. But anyway, he interviewed the first responder to the Tupac and Suge car crashing on the Vegas Strip. The most watched place on the planet, damn near. They got cameras everywhere. In the bathroom. You can't even do coke in the bathroom. Joey Diaz. Yeah, <laughs> Joey Diaz told me that. <laughs> Young Diaz thought Big Diaz like that. Young Diaz. So anyway, first responder, bam. Because he didn't, all they know is they heard shots fired. Shots fired in the area. Bam, bam, bam. So, after a fight in the, in after this is after whoa, Mike no, Tyson. This is, this is about Mike, an hour after the fight, though. This is like, what was that fight? Time passed after, it was Mike, Mike Tyson and Bruce Sheldon. No, 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 no. There was a fight in the lobby that two, when Oh, you're talking about, yeah, yeah, when they stomped that lane. And that's another thing. We can get deep about that, too. See, Tupac stomped out Lane, and Lane happened, okay, according to people around him, I guess he snatched the chain from one of the death row people. Lane, from, you know, they all crips and shit, and of course, Suge, we all know what he run with. Dude, it so, was hilarious, because he looked It was at a him. war between, because Puffy would use them as security, you feel me? Uh, so, there was beef automatically from that, you uh-huh. dig? So, they, they, they put and hands Puff on, knows what he's doing when he does that. Come on, man. Yeah, okay. So, Pop, they, 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 they put the paws on Lane, then Pop, they disappear, boom. They get out the MGM, they, they like, they, you go up there... Shoot the shit with Kadita real quick, bam, 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 and then they hit the, they hit the strip. Do you know that? Do you know the feds was following not only Biggie Smalls at the time of their death, but they was following Tupac too in that mo- in that motorcade. That's why Tretch got emotional when Tretch when when they, when they asked him about how Tupac was killed by the by the two by the, by the, by the black dude in the car, which is might be true. Lane probably did kill him, but at the same time, there was a grand scheme of the Tupac assassination. And that's where you get the people. There, there's more people involved than them people in that in that Cadillac that day. Is what I'm trying to say. Someone who's telling me, Bulldog was telling me that Tupac tried to commit suicide. Oh no no no! He was loading his gun. 
He was loading his gun. It misfired. He shot himself, was mortally wounded, and then Shugna finished him off out of like. Man, fuck all that bullshit. No. Who was the autopsy? The, the, like, so the first responder. Was so up the, 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 let me finish my story. Let me finish okay. my story. So bam. So they shoot up the car. Suge makes a U-turn. They crash. The first person to respond is a bike cop by himself. Who's driving? Suge Knight. Suge driving. Pock in the pock lit up. Fuck Suge, by the way, right? No, I can't say that. No, I can't. I can't say fuck nobody. He just seems I don't, like I, an evil dude. He, he, evil. You know what? Everybody, everybody is there where they're supposed to be at. That's yeah, all I'm gonna yeah. say. Okay, all right. That's all I'm gonna say. No, that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? I every almost everybody. Okay. Almost everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Anyway, man, bike cop runs up. He all he know is he got the call. Shots fired. So all the cars in the motorcade pull over. So you got to think about about three, four cars. Bam, pull over. So all these black dudes are coming out, and he races and say, "Oh, I see these black guys coming up, and I I thought I was dead from that moment on." You know what I mean? <laughs> he's just totally, totally racist. You tell he's a racist yeah, motherfucking yeah, cop, yeah, yeah. whatever. Straight well, pork, pork all day. USDA yeah, yeah. certified. USDs. But <laughs> so anyway, so he draw down ED. I mean, like like get on the fucking ground. Like, cause he don't know who they they shot. I, I mean, I get it. Yeah, yeah. He don't know if they. But why would they shoot and then pull over? Until he look in the in the car and see Tupac fucking gasping for air, fucking blood coming out of this shit. He see Tupac, and he like, oh shit. But he fucking yanked his ass out. He was rough with Tupac. Yanked his ass out, threw him on the ground. Hey, what's up? Who shot you? Who shot you? And Tupac, he couldn't fucking. He was trying to muster up enough energy to say something. And by the time he, so he was like, he was like, he was talking to Shug. He's trying to make sure Pac didn't move. And he, because there was no cops there to support him. He was there, he was, he, quote, he was scared, he was scared, I guess. Yeah. So. Reasonable. So he, he asked Reasonable. Tupac again. And by this time, Tupac had enough energy to, to fucking muster up. Last thing Tupac ever said on this planet, he looked at the Pac and said, fuck you. And the cop was like, oh, oh, well, okay. Well, at least I know how he feels. That was the last words Tupac ever said. Then he started gurgling. Blood start coming out. He that didn't want it. to tell, or he just didn't know. Who? Tupac didn't want to tell. Tupac was just like, man, come on, he's a black son of a black panther. You think they fucked the police? Uh, so Hell no. Even if he got Especially shot, he doesn't want to snitch. Especially since he knew Pac, knew Pac, he knew, but he didn't know. He knew something was going on 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 the grand scheme of things that were gonna be to his detriment in the long run, but he didn't know how it was gonna happen. Do you watch Tupac's interviews? He, he could. He's talking at full clip, knowing that his time is limited. Making music. Yeah. At full clip because he knows. He knew it. He knew. You could tell. Only 25. He He's yeah. only 25. I'm telling you, the people are not going out here for that long. Highly spiritual people are not on this planet for that fucking long, G. Jim Morrison. Jimmy Michael Jackson. Like I said, Michael Jackson was 50 years old when uh-huh. he made the transition. Okay? 50 years old is not that fucking old, dog. And look, dog, it ain't nothing really on this planet, homie. I guarantee you. There's, like, NASA said they just found seven Earth-sized planets, G. Like I said, you know what I'm saying? I guarantee you. Where? where? In space. Okay. <laughs> they yeah, can't I know. see. Where do we have an appl- it's just like Milky the, Way, it's just like fucking Juicy like the, Way? You know how you put 3D glasses on and you, yeah. like, you go to a movie, 3D movie? Yeah. But if you take your 3D glasses, off, 3D glasses off, you're not able to get the full experience of a 3D movie. The same thing with other planets out there. You can't see the shit with the human eye. That's why I don't fucking believe in no flying saucers and all that bullshit. Why? Because, man, you can't see the real alien with the naked eye. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to go to sleep or die to get to that next reality. Or just meditate. 
or meditate, or just be a sign of the or omens. you can just omens. I mean, plug into the omen. But I, you can't just do it just going going to fucking in and out. Not shot. I'm not saying I'm not. That's no shade to in and out. Yeah, I know yeah. you like in and out, dog. My bad. That was wrong. That was. But it's not like, like going to fucking Walmart or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Farmer boys, boys waiting 15 fucking minutes in for a fucking heart attack. For real. You know what I'm saying? Talk about farmer boys. A natural fucking birth. It's a natural like fucking cardiac arrest is what it is. But anyway. um, Not brought to you by yeah, Farmer man. Boys. No, anyways, we were watching Prodigy. We were about to record this about yeah. 30 minutes early, but you had to stop and show me the Prodigy uh, interview on the therapist. Viceland. What was up with that? Hey, yo, man. Shout out to Viceland, man. Vice, Vice is changing. Vice is changing the game. Shout and out to Spike it, Jones. Who's Spike Jones? Who's Spike Jones? Who's Spike? Hey, Spike Lee or Spike, Spike Jones? Jones? Shout out to Spike Lee too, but Spike Jones, he's the one that did all them early Beastie Boys videos, Sabotage, all that shit you saw on um, Ill Communication. I know how you'll, you know, you don't remember that shit, but you know what I mean? All that shit, all that fucking, that, that fucking classic Beastie Boys videos, not just them, that's Spike Jones, homie. The white guy? Yeah. Oh, so based out of Brooklyn, New York, oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Spike Jones. I had to look him up just to make sure. You know what I mean? Shout out to him for having the vision and the insight and the money to create such a network like Viceland, homie. And that's real shit. Because Viceland is the new wave and what's to come. He is setting the precedent of the new young network movement. You know what I'm saying? Dude, Vi- that Vice is, Vice is killing... Vice... Shane Smith, the founder, went on the Joe Rogan podcast a while yeah. ago and was talking about how he started Vice. He, st- he was in Canada and then he was in Brooklyn, and yeah, it's crazy. I would actually, I would not mind working for Vice. There's this alumni from UCR who worked for the radio station. Actually, he got, I'm pretty sure, a Pulitzer pl- Prize for some work that he did on Vice. But he made this shirt. Kanye was right. It was a great shirt. Kanye. Well, I Kanye was right. I love, I love Kanye West, but I, you know, you know, Kanye. What's going was, on with Kanye? What, what was he right about? What? What? what, what oh, Hurricane Katrina. Hurricane Katrina. Oh, okay. You gotta be specific, cause Kanye. You can't just say Kanye is right and not be specific. Nah, about it was back in two thousand. I mean, he probably made the shirt. I think in two thousand ten. So Katrina. Yeah. Too, happened in I, I, I love that. I love that brother Kanye, man. He's from straight from Rainbow Beach. You know what I'm saying? From the east. You know what I'm saying? Southeast side of Chicago, right by the lake. Feel me? His mom was Department of Education certified. His he. His journey reminds me and a lot of other brothers from that part of town in Chicago, period, just how it is, man. He from that cypher movement. He from that fucking motherfuckers in the cypher after school, beatboxing and freestyling and shit, going to a hot-ass studio in the bathroom as a fucking booth or this closet as a fucking booth. That brother comes from that cloth. But fame is a motherfucker, man. You lose your mama in this shit, man. You know how black, you know how brothers feel about their mama. I and didn't even realize that was a thing. You, I mean, come on, How man. How black, black dudes That's because there's the, a divide between black Americans and Africans, and it's sad. There's a divide. I mean, you don't I, even know black culture. Africans from Africa don't even know black culture in America. That's fucking sad, but it's by design it's like that. Is it by design? Hell, divided we stand. United. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. No, I mean, united we fall. You know what I fucking meant to say. Divided, divided uh, we fall. Uh, united uh, we stand, divided we fall. Fool me once. Uh, shame Come on you. Dude. Uh, fool me twice. Well, oh, you can't be fooled again. George Bush. George Bush fucked up a, a pro. Uh, what George Bush was hiding the motherfucker up there. That's what was going on. George Bush. Man, George Bush was a party animal, homie. You ain't see W. W with uh, who the who was it? it What's your boy uh, from w, your boy from um from not Batman? No, I know, I know who he is. He boy, was he man. was in the he new got... Men in Black movie. What What's the hell's his name? His name? 
Uh, why are we forgetting? Oliver Stone, Oliver Stone movie, another racist. But anyway, um, so, speaking about racism in the movie industry, yeah, yeah. So I know this is a good, this is a whole. So I was reading Black Sexual Politics. Uh-huh. This is a great book by this old black lady, and she's talking about perception and representation in the media, black like black women, <laughs> yeah. and black sexuality specifically, and then okay. like gender, like how it was gender specific, and how the black w- woman is like is. Is both like, it is seen as like this animal, like black sexuality in general is the, seen. Well, the black woman has been medusified. Medusified. Go, go ahead, continue your point. I'm sorry. Well, no, but it's it, like black sexuality is seen as like animalistic, exotic. 100%, 100%. Something that's attractive, but only attractive when removed and, and safely packaged, and something much more comfortable and something easier to consume, like a white lady. She, talk, she was talking about JLo. And JLo's ass, how JLo's ass and the appreciation for JLo's ass was basically just like, the, it was like the conversion of black sexuality onto something much more palatable to like mass, you know, like for mass appeal. And, yeah. it, and it was, it was it's super well, interesting. I mean, you missed a couple of things right there. For, for one, black women have been medusified in the media. I think that's clear. The standard of beauty has... What do you mean by medusified? Medusified as in their image has been tarnished, has been... Putting out a certain image as, as a weave wearing, single mother, hard to eat, hard to deal with, no angry, man having, angry, angry all the time, aggressive. living off the system, no direction in life, black girl lost. So, it's been an image of the black woman that have been, they've been medusified. Okay, while where, also where people, representing like very deep, like sexually, like oversex, no man having, yeah. Drug-infused, disease-infused, whatever the fuck you want to say, man. But this is what I'm saying. Which is a trip. That's it's wild. because the standard of beauty has been flipped. For a reason, by design, again. Everything is by design. Don't none of this shit happen. Everything happens right on time as it should happen. There's no coincidences to this life shit, man. This shit is all planned the fuck out, homie. You just might not be on the wavelength and the frequency and the vibration of what the planning is. But best believe these motherfuckers got a 50, 50 to 100-year plan. Easy. You know what really? Okay, go ahead. Um, no, I, I finished my you, point. The, the no, black you know what? Woman, you know what really yeah. fucked me up. Talk about. We'll get back to this point. We'll talk about like movies and shit like that. Yeah. But what really? I was watching Umar Johnson on Breakfast Club. Yeah. Did you see that episode? I didn't. It was a couple of things I disagree. disagree. I mean, I, I saw parts of it. I, I saw parts of his. Interview. I, I didn't see the whole thing, but there was parts. So, of, I saw. I, I kind of disagreed with a couple. Of things I saw the whole. Said. I saw. I saw all the yeah. whole thing. I thought it was really interesting. Talks about how China, like, it was China, super racist. And I believe black, that. Black I, believe, I believe that. Yeah, they're culture vultures. But but to Asian cultures, I take that back. Asians Asians are not culture vultures. But I feel like there are people in Asian culture that love hip hop culture, and their intent and their their, their motives aren't of ill will. However, their dharma, huh? Is it their dharma? It's the fact that fucking we are the fucking people to originally populate this planet. We were running this motherfucker for a, a while. We were in Asia. We were in India. All over this motherfucker. You can look at the Asian gods, and they got motherfucking cornrows and shit. The Buddhas and I, shit. The Buddha. Oh, yeah, that, I looked that They got nappy-ass yeah. fucking hair. The ancient Nagas and all that shit. They're black. They, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. What do you think the term Asiatic black man comes from? So they, it's, like, it's like they feel it in their DNA, but they can't really say what it is. They, 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 they feel get, it. They, they gravitate get, towards it. You they get back to their roots? Yeah. We, everybody waking up, G. It's not just black folks. So Everybody he, waking up. So he's talking about how Chinese are like, ironically, Chinese are moving into like, like Africa, investing yeah. a lot in Africa. Meanwhile, like these ho- horrible African leaders who are sort of separated from their people are 
like sort of enticed they're 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 seduced by the promise of like not even a lot like a couple million dollars and yeah. and they'll be set for life and they can move away while their people will have to be like will have to deal with with you know like their their choice to open up Africa I don't even know Africa's the wealthiest continent on the planet in it, terms of it, resources yeah, I, I bet it, it was it was it was even more than that before we got raped and robbed and but the and, problem and now you know is saying? it's continued it continues to be rape because its leaders are not like are they don't have I mean you know and this is like yeah it's definitely well, by you design where Slavery you got like started off guns the trade of guns motherfuckers like oh shit you mean to tell me if I get some pistols and I just sell out a few people that I can get hella gun like I'm telling you dog yeah 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 I'm no telling I know. you yeah and a while motherfuckers I, I got I'm not saying the whole Arabs are wrong and all that shit but. The Arabs is the one that really kicked that shit off on some real shit. It went like this, you know what I'm saying? It Just, was different culturally though. Yeah, yeah. When Arabs did it and and Middle Eastern and, and, like, and, and white Europeans. people, but they showed me they showed them how to do it though. Yeah, yeah. But they for Middle the, Eastern, they, like, they perfected slavery in the Mediterranean. You know in the Mediterranean, it was more like practical, right? Obviously, yeah. still bad, horrible. But with white people here in America, it became definitely much more racial because it was a way to like to. Um, to like appease the the like the the poor white populace in America, yeah. the elite like the white elites used it as a it was tool. It's way to castrate the black man. Not only to castrate, the, but also to appease like in more the, ways than one the lower income whites, right? So it like it was very like it was heavily it was heavily racial, and race was used in order to justify slavery. Whereas like I don't think that justification process really was going on in, in the Middle East. I don't think, because it wasn't used as a tool for separation. Anyways, so Umar starts talking about, like, black women, and he's like, I can't Shout respect... Shout to Umar, too. I'm sorry. Shout to Umar, man. That brother, dude, he, he, he out here doing positive things. He's I might not agree with every, everything that... I might not agree with everything that brother says, but that brother is giving light, and he's doing... He, he got his own school. You know, he's doing a lot more than a lot of motherfuckers just talking to him. But continue your point, brother. He's putting in work. Um, no, he talks about the black woman and says, I find it hard to respect a black man who's not, who's not with a black woman. Yeah. Because the woman of your race is like the most precious and final step towards appreciating and understanding your own race. 100%. And accepting your own race. To understand the woman and, of your culture. And that's the right. deep, oh, that's also the deepest symbol of your race and your culture. Oh, yeah, the woman? Is the woman. Hands down, 100%. Right? Yeah. So if you can't accept that woman... And and also like, I mean like, be be with her and mate with her, and if you're looking to yeah. especially and then on in addition to that you're looking to other races, to to then find that, that like, that that resolution or that closure yeah. that you already have in your own race that's like a that's like a very deep seated, like go inability no to than, accept yourself. Go no further than Latino culture. Go no further than than than, than motherfucking uh, Hindu culture, but specifically Latino culture because Latino culture works off that heart, that heart chakra and that love and that family that familia. Yeah, for you real. dig for real. Look no further because they set up they have the prototype for the family, dude. <laughs> I and you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and and we can learn a lot from the Latinos when it comes to love and family. Okay. So, with that being said, you don't see a lot of these Latinos step aside outside their race. That's for a fucking reason. Because 
if you're with your own, which is another African proverb, which is I can't cite exactly. It's the African proverb. We go, we go just when you can't cite your African uh, <laughs> sources, we say it's the African proverb <laughs> because you know what that is. It might be ancient tra- tradition passed down verbatim mm-hmm. for years. Yeah, yeah, verbally. You know what I'm saying? Not written down. There's certain spiritual laws that have been passed down word of mouth. But anyways, you're talking about the Latinos and the family. Now, yeah, man. So it's like basically, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's the African proverb that says that you are not your strongest unless you're with your own. Verbatim. So basically, when you stay inside your own culture and, and you build that flame, you learn each other, there's there's nothing really that you're unstoppable. It's healthy. It, 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 it's powerful. All that. Not saying there's anything wrong with interracial dating. I'm not saying or interracial marrying interracially. Knock yourself out. You want to marry a fucking, a, a fucking, uh, I don't know, a motherfucking Siamese fucking little person. I don't give a fuck. But I'm just saying, like, there is power with staying with your own and marry. Your, look, perfect example. You know, remember the movie Hancock? Remember Hancock? The closer he got to that white woman, Mary, he lost his power, and he got he injured himself. Now, that could have went two ways. That could have been a play on the white man wanting you to stay away from his woman. Or it could mean the closer you get to this white woman, the closer you invest your energy and be all so-called, quote-unquote, love, it ends up being to your detriment. And again, I want to emphasize this. This is not a diss to interracial, mar- interracial marriages. You want to be dating outside, whatever, I don't give a fuck. I'm just letting you know what it is according to a crew. You did? Not always deep. It was deep, and it put me through a loop for, like, a couple of days. Because, like, I, like, I, dude, black women are always, it's like a constant. Yeah, don't, don't, don't lose hope. Don't lose faith in your sisters, man. Don't, 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 don't be under the mind control and, and under that get out spell so much to where you lose sight of that real power, that real primordial power. Because let's keep it all the way up. G, homie. The black woman is the foundation of all civilization. Period, point, motherfucking blank. You want to call her Lucy? You want to call her motherfucking Shaquana? I don't give a fuck what you call her. But that original melanin, the African melanin, that feminine power aspect, that great mother is the original. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. I mean, one more thing. Pope Francis, Pope John Paul, all them popes, behind closed doors, they bow to that black Madonna. I don't, give a f- I don't care if you call her Mary, if you call her Isis, if you call her, and that means Isis Mary, not not the motherfucking, the, the terrorist group, is, is. Let's not get twisted. Is, it, is. Uh, is. Is that is. another assassination of character? Isis, Isis associating yeah, with at, is, at is? 100 motherfucking percent. Really? Man, they want you to get far away from your ancient African science. Who's they? The powers that be. They want you to get as far as possible from your ancient African culture by demonizing a name of a great mother like Isis, who is the who is Isis Mary. 3000 BC, before 3000 BC, because Horus was born in 3000 BC. So he gotta be, he, he, his mama gotta be older. <laughs> so the story of Haru, the, 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 the Jesus story of December 25th, his mother was named Alset. And when the Greeks came in, they scratched Alset out and put Isis in there. Again, they scratch the names out and put what the fuck they want to put on it. That's the science of them. That's what they do. They steal and they put what they want to put on it. So don't ever get twisted. Don't get spooked out of your own science and your own knowledge when you see the, the goddess Isis Mary from Egypt who, who, who Rihanna has tattooed between her titties. 
Don't get scared of that. Because that's your ancient black science. That's your ancient history. That's your real black fucking history. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Now it just put me through a loop. It was just a weird. It was just a weird thing. Just cause I I don't know. Like uh, we went so a couple of days after seeing that we went to we had to took uh, some Spaniards that we became friends with. It was their last day in uh, in America, and they were gonna go home. So we uh, we took them out to the Ethiopian spot. We went to we took him to a couple of Ethiopian so, spots. So, so first, Mercado, hey, first, Mercato. first Mercato, first we went to Mercato. Hey, shout out to Mercato. Hey, that's on the motherfucking little little Ethiopia in L.A. Man, I I, I love little Ethiopia. You know what I'm saying? Um, some of those beautiful beautiful people on the planet come from East Africa. So go ahead, continue your point. The lady was sitting there, very mother like motherly, but still hot. You remember her? Do you remember her? Uh, I don't remember no women Good with looking. my lady She's sitting right here. Oh yeah, I, uh, I don't remember no women look yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> she was no, looking. I do. She definitely was older, but she definitely was beautiful. Good she was, looking. She, 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 aged, she was aging like wine, baby, not like milk. Very good looking. And she, the incense was burning. She made coffee, and there was, you know, and then and there was, like, yeah. music playing, and there was dancers, right? So there's, like, these yeah. beautiful women dancing on the TV. Ethiopian women. Ethiopian women are very interesting because, like, while Ethiopia is like a conservative country, women are still they'll, eh, cut, you, they'll still cut your ass up if you fuck with them. Well, they still cut your ass up, but it's yeah. like it's 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 also pretty it's patriarchal. But it's a very like different type of patriarchal that like the women are male not dominate, male dominate patriarch. Male, yeah, patriarch. Okay, gotcha. That the women are not necessarily like even opposed to or really they're not oppressed or repressed in any way. They don't, they, they don't back down. They don't. They don't back down. But they, they know their, they know their position in terms. They know of, their position. They run the house. Like yeah. there's things that the dad. Not saying it should be in the house though. No, whatever it is, whatever it is, whatever they've decided that they're gonna do. But what I'm saying is, what this means sexually for Ethiopian women is that for the most part they're free, as a part. You know, like they're not. They're not held back. But there is like a sense of modesty, which is really appealing to me. Mm-hmm. It's like traditional. It's like. It's not overtly sexual, but there is definitely like, oh, we sexy too, you know, like shit like that. Yeah. So that was going on. Yeah. And I'm seeing like old Ethiopian dudes who are really like old Ethiopians is hilarious because you watch, yeah. you look at them and they look like they're in the mafia or something. They're talking in low voices yeah. to each other. They're dressing yeah. like suits and they got yeah, rings on. Yeah. And they were just talking. Remember? Hey, remember? You gonna try to tell me? <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker. Goes, hey man, when we go out there, keep your voice down, right? Keep your voice down. Don't be too loud. Don't be acting too black. All right, okay. crew, this motherfucker crew, had to give me a. Di- am I loud? All, first of I'm all, not, am I that loud, fam? First of all, you. Didn't I'm not fucking loud, dog. First of all, he didn't even know I was joking. I, I was messing with crew. This is the best. This is the best thing I ever did to crew in terms of like tricking him. I, we pull up, and I, and crew obviously very serious because he's like, oh, we going to the Ethiopian spot. Like I got you know like I gotta have my shit straight. I was like, all right, crew. By the way, we saw Chelsea Handler that day. You remember yeah, that? You saw Chelsea. You saw Chelsea, saw Handler, Chelsea Handler going to the restaurant shooting for a show. You know, shout out to. Chelsea Handley and all, all, all the white women, the Vince's vagina that loves uh, black men still. You know what I mean? They're, they're still down for the the, the, the cause of, of the brother out here. She you know, because 50 Cent is a real lot. nigga, dog. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shit, that ain't no motherfucking Tiger Woods. You know how some white women know they're like corny ass white black men? Yeah. 50 Cent is not no corny nigga by yeah. any motherfucking means. No standards. So she definitely likes the BBC. So anyway, keep to your story. So we pull up to the spot, and as we're pulling up, I'm like, yo, crew, so, yeah, like, this is the Ethiopian spot. Yeah. You gotta be like, like don't be talk like don't talk don't t- don't be yelling and shit don't talk too loud don't laugh too loud like just so like you know sit straight and be respectful and this and that and crew was like oh word like- yeah 
Oh, you gonna frown me, sir? Oh, oh, for real? I'm like, oh, for real? Crew was like, crew was like, he was a little, he was a little shook. So we walk wait, wait, in. Wait, wait. Let's, 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 let's keep it clear. De- you weren't shook, but you I ain't never shook. I ain't never scared no man. You were definitely. Let's, you, get, let's get that clear. I ain't never shook no man. You were definitely like, oh, all right, all right. Like, I'm going to tone it down. And then we walk in, and they're yelling. They're already yelling in there, debating. It was it was hilarious. They were all yelling at each other. Yeah. They're, so, they're we get in them, so we get in the motherfucking Ethiopian spot. <laughs> These motherfuckers having a full-on fucking conversation. Yeah, loudly. Like, they, like of course, of course there was, a, okay, there was a language barrier. Yeah. There was a little, I couldn't understand what they were saying. <laughs> but if verbatim, they was like, motherfucker, yeah, and then the bitch came out. And yes. then I was like, man, motherfucker, that shit. I'm out this motherfucker. I, I don't care if I was, they was having a real ghetto-ass Ethiopian conversation. It was very expressive. But this motherfucker might be quiet when we, come on, son. They would get up, and then they would, like, walk away and then sit back down. It was hilarious. It was very loud. And then yeah, it was very loud. And but then, it was, I loved it because I felt like I was at home. Well, fam. that's what I'm getting at. That's what I'm getting at. You know what I'm saying? Is, okay, so I'm watching these old Ethiopian dudes, the girl, the the ladies behind the counter cooking, the music's going, and I was like, and I'm looking at these beautiful Ethiopian women, yeah, women, and I was like, these this is feels so like home. There's a comfort here that is way deeper than any other comfort I could get from any other culture. Yeah. I can have an affinity for another culture, mm-hmm. or I can feel like, oh, we have like a similar culture, and this is cool, and I could be hanging out with the Mexicans on the soccer field and right. blah, 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 like this and that, but, and like speak Spanish and joke with them, but this, and it's comfortable. You're not, you're not speak no Spanish. Uh, and hey, come on. For real? I'm not, yeah. me, uh, poquito, That's yo, me. Yo, yo soy un arbitro. Yeah, yo yeah, yeah, I don't use a vitro, nigga. I don't got a vitro, that's a woman. <laughs> In vitro, nigga. In vitro. Exactly. In vitro. You ain't got no hoes. That's IV. That's how I know you ain't got no hoes. That's IV. That's an IV. In vitro ain't that. That's the the birth control. They don't tell. They don't tell me. I don't tell me. You know. You just be be busting all these girls' vagina. I asked her. I asked her. You gonna have? You got babies out there? You don't know about it. I was like, you got. You better check that, homie. I was like, you got your period, right? She goes. That's how you. That's your birth control. You got your period, right? Listen, she goes. Oh, this nigga crazy. She goes. No, I didn't. I didn't get my period. My heart skipped a beat, and then the next text comes by. I don't get my period anymore after my birth Gee, control. If you I don't, don't get period anymore. watch the semen be dispersed. You're right. Clean it up. No, you're right. Make you're sure right. the semen goes you're in right. the, in I the motherfucking toilet. I don't want to talk toilet. about this because this is getting me scared. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, We're going on. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Wait. <laughs> I don't, so continue with your point. So I, no, it was just a deep, deep comfort that I'm very proud of my Ethiopian culture. But there is be. definitely, 100%. Like, like sexually, there is a... There's, a, I wouldn't say a preference, but like. With Ethiopian guys, like they only talk to Ethiopian guys. I love Ethiopian women, but definitely it's like, it's like if I look at my history, dating history, not a lot of black girls in there. Definitely not a lot. What do you mean? What do you mean? Latina, Middle Eastern, that you, that you Ethiopian, dated? yeah, Ethiopian. Why? So you haven't dated with girls in your own culture a lot. Ethiopians, not there aren't a lot of Ethiopians in Riverside that well, I don't I know. That. I get that. That but, there's that. Yeah, but, but like, yeah. but it's most it's been like like who I'm attracted to immediately like right off the face until I really came to UCR and started hanging out with like a lot of black people, it w- it wasn't like black girls. So and it wasn't my natural inclination wasn't to go to black girls. Before that, you wouldn't really hang around with a lot of black people. Right? Yeah, there's that. But it was like it was like what? they wouldn't they wouldn't really be around because you are yeah like they in weren't a, around like, like in an affluent area yeah where people are doing good and they got both parents in the household yeah you feel me so you didn't really I mean. It just ain't, it wasn't like that. But when I think about my future, I think like, would I marry, would I even marry an Ethiopian girl? It would be nice and I'd prefer it, 
But if it doesn't happen, like it's not so a big why, deal. Why, why wouldn't you though? Well, now after this, if after you like, after listening to that true power. after listening to Umar sort of like break this down and talk about like yeah. how the woman and he was talking about how like and also I, I couldn't remember where I read this, but and I don't know if he was saying it, but he was talking, um, but it was just like a passage from a book or something about how like the woman, how like. You just think of like the chastity of just think of like European women and the chastity. A chastity belt with, with European. Women. I don't want no chast- no, chastity no, no, belt with no, European no, no, no. women. But the glorification, the glorification, oh, so, oh, okay. like the glorification of like the European woman, the princess, the queen, how she's exalted and turned to this into this thing to die for, literally, right? Okay. Like the glorification of that, and he's talking about, and so bringing this all together, like how the woman is definitely like. This like the foundation of your race, uh, and and if you're not humanity, and to not be with that woman of your race is to like is 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 basically like a rejection almost uh, of I your can race. See that. I could definitely. And see I was that. like, damn. So after listening to this, and then going to the Ethiopian spot, a couple because we went to two. We had drinks. We had drinks at. Got, dude, the, got the spirits going. We got drinks at Mercato, and then went to Awash to have a meal. Just saw beautiful Ethiopian girls there, and I was like, "Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I? Why would I be ambivalent about marrying an Ethiopian Ooh, woman?" Well, they go using the big words. Hold on, for all the people that didn't graduate, what does ambivalent mean? I, I don't. It just means you don't have any feelings for or against. Like you're just like, oh, whatever. You it's know? just like, what the fuck it? I don't just nonchalant. Right. Whatever. Whatever, whatever, whatever. whatever happens. And okay. how can I have that attitude about when I should like intend to preserve? I should preserve my culture. And Umar mm-hmm. talks about this. He's like. Black people are only are the only people on this planet who feel bad about preserving their culture. You look at like Latinos or like Chinese people or Koreans or Indians yeah. or Germans or Spanish like whatever. It's like they all employ their own. They're all like the whole the culture's about like keeping the bloodline pure, right? Like 100%. why like why is it that as black people we feel bad about like why are we so eager to attach ourselves to the different and then it got into a talk about self loathing. Well, you. I ain't even seen the whole interview with, with the brother, but I could kind of go off what he's saying because we've been tricked out of our own greatness to where we're in a childlike state, and we have we have, the roads have reversed to where we're in a childlike state now, and we have we have a master when we were the masters, we ran the show. You can go to Egypt, you can go to Kemet, and see how they desecrated all that shit to erase the black uh, lineage there to see our greatness. You want to see how great we were? Go to Kemet. Go to Paris. Paris is another place. Go to the museums in Paris, and you'll see a lot of them ancient comedic things that they got that they haven't chopped off. Dude, the centerpiece you know of saying? the Louvre is a pyramid. Yeah. Of the Louvre. One of the most famous museums Oregon, on the planet. Oregon Energy. Pyramids, it's a pyramid, people. A glass pyramid. Yeah, because the ancients, they realized that there was a science behind that triangle energy, that pyramid energy. That, that's almost like a, it's a light ray. It's, it, it, there's a, it's like Oregon Energy. Dude, the number three. That's why churches Numerology. are built the way churches have steeples. That pointy thing, even though that's a direct connotation of the black Osiris penis. That's talking about his penis. Anytime you see a, a, a steeple with a tower from a church, obelisk. the Washington Mont, the obelisk, that is a direct adaptation from the penis of Osiris. And what do you mean? This, what do you mean? What's the significance of Osiris's penis? According to the mythology, the lion, or you can look no further than the Lion King. The story of Horus or Haru is that. Haru, Haru's daddy, Osiris. Osiris, was killed by his uncle, his, his evil uncle, Set, or Scar. 
set chopped his body up in the 14th pieces, for, which is 14 from the half of the moon phase. The moon phase is 28 days. Uh, because this is all mythology, okay? This is not literal shit. Mythology. You know what I'm saying? We, tell, we did stories. According to the, the, the movement of the moons and the stars and shit. Anyway, Isis, who is Osset. Osset is Isis. Osset is the original name for Isis. Osset, the great mother, Mary, what you want to call her, she could find all four, she could find 13, all 13 pieces of Osiris's body, but the one piece, which is his phallus, his penis, she couldn't find that. So she used her black girl magic and resurrected a rise erection of the penis. Rise another one. That's where you get the word resurrection from, rise erection, because she resurrected him through the life of his penis. <laughs> this is on the, the, the walls of Kemet right now. You can go see that shit right now. In Paris right now. We need to get a list. Reincarcerated, rise erection, erection. What was the other one? Serious, serious. Yeah, serious, definitely serious. Okay. Horus is ours. Horus is ours. Because Hor or Haru. So we got to stop calling these Greek fucking names. It's not Horus, it's Haru. H-E-R-U. Those are how the ancients put it out there. It's when these Greek motherfuckers came in and scratched our fucking history out. <laughs> look, look, I'm just gonna... Scratched our history out and put Horus on there. Got Crew's a little fired up because we watched a prodigy. We watched a prodigy uh, on the therapist. Prodigy's now dead. He died in Las Vegas around the same time Tupac died. Actually, Las Vegas P man during like, Gemini season. What the fuck? This is the thing, man. Like not to get too deep about it, but P was on there, and, this, and the deeper part about it was the interview hadn't even came out to the masses yet, and they was on it. Do you feel me? So you really got to kind of watch what you say. But P was in a lot of pain. So you never know. He, kinda, he probably also almost a kamikaze type shit. I'm in a lot. I, I, I can't relate. I, I haven't been in pain almost every day of my life from sickle cell anemia. I can only imagine what that's like. That's why P smoked hella weed. You know what I'm saying? Because he had to take some of that. That pain was just so great. But anyway, he never really been on a platform like that. Come on, man. Right before his death, he get on that, on that platform and, and drop them gems like that. Next thing you know, he's in Vegas and he's dead. What, what gems? Gems about what? Man, just how he was what? talking about how Hip the immunization, they, about the, the babies being about the injecting with mercury purposely. Uh, That's not even like outrageous. Like that the really. Hip hop police about it, the hip hop task force. Yeah. About how the hip the police have a special task force that targets hip hop stars. They start with Puff Daddy and all that shit. That's just real because they did that shit in the seventies, man. What do you think Pro was, man? What did they do to Kanye? They took his mom. They took Kanye West's mom. Oh, and they knew that would hit him? I'm not saying they took his mom. His mom kind of took herself by going to keep repetitively, consistently going and trying to get surgery when she had thyroid issues. The doctors kept telling uh, Miss West, don't go, don't do it. You got thyroid problems. Don't do it, don't do it. But she was just so persistent, man. Because she was surrounded by these fake-ass motherfuckers who probably got plastic surgery themselves. And they didn't have a sense of inner peace. That black woman was solidified innerly, man. She went out to Hollywood and lost herself. Kanye never dealt with that, man. I can only imagine what that's like. And you got to still maintain that spotlight, too? You go crazy. I'm surprised he made it this far. To keep it all the way a thousand with you. That's just being real, my nigga. What? You know, everybody love... I mean, I'm a fan of Kanye since day one. We'll continue to be a fan of Kanye. 
Even after the whole thing went down, people were like, man, fuck Kanye. Even like the whole old Kanye. That's why yeah. Kanye, I love the whole. Yeah. I love the whole I miss the old Kanye straight out the go because it just clowned on all he these idiots. No, I loved it. I loved it because he clowned on all these people. Is basic out here. Yeah, homie. it was. It was very. It was like all these. Motherfuckers is basic out here, homie. Basic ass people talking about. Oh, I miss the old Kanye talking about when he was poor and making me feel good about being poor. And then what? And then Kanye came out and got better and what? Now raps about whatever is going on in his life. Kanye West is a god, homie. Whether you like it or not. The production nigga, uh, production got better. What do you want? You wanted to d- stay making the same music. This whole this whole the old so and so is just is like it's like when you it's like dude it happens like even when you're around like some friends and you start getting your shit straight and they're all like oh what are you doing getting like you starting to act, you know like act your own age or you starting to feel good nah. about yourself or so, shit like that. You, like, the, so, yeah, well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Nah. So anyways, the old Kanye. But uh, you know, just like on therapist, we watched uh, Prodigy. Here you go, bud. Well, when, when the therapist was like, "You're not normal, man. Stop trying to fit in this fucking world, mm-hmm. thinking that you're fucking normal. Mm-hmm. Don't. You're not normal. You're not like the rest of these basic ass motherfuckers. This, the Walking Dead. Most of these motherfuckers is dead, homie. You think these niggas is alive? Not niggas is in black. I'm talking about niggas is in ignorance." Everybody ain't got fucking light, and it's not meant for everybody to have light. Because not everybody was let in these ancient priesthoods. It's the, the knowledge and the wisdom is not meant for everybody. I can, dude, I can see not. it. And we talked a little bit about it last podcast. Yeah. But how we, we know, like, for sure, to use your word, reincarcerated. reincarcerated. I know for sure, people, I can see it, that they're, they're going to be reincarcerated without a doubt. Oh, yeah! Like bro, you still you you still you gonna be stuck here for a while. I can yeah, already yeah, tell. Like, oh yeah, nigga, you gonna like, be here for a minute. I'm you gonna beat this grade. For, I'm yeah, ready to yeah, bust man. out. I'm ready to bust out of this motherfucker. Okay. You know what I mean? And but people are don't like, rush it, but it'll happen. Don't rush it. Don't try to live a full life. Live a full life because you you never and that's the thing with suicide. No, you're not gonna fucking go to hell. But you will. Carry them same issues into the next life. Yeah, I don't feel like suicide is the answer. That's not the answer. That's not the answer. You don't lose your mind when you when you die. You That's keep like the same rage, mind. Suicide is like rage quitting. <laughs> yeah, it's like fuck it. <laughs> I give up. Yeah, yeah. And plus, you if you got kids, can't. suicide. And don't get me wrong, homie. It is a natural human thing to be to feel suicidal sometimes. That is a natural human thing. Sometimes we feel like just fucking giving up, man. I done felt it. People around me done felt it before. So don't think for a fucking second that it's not inhuman to think about killing yourself. Because this world is fucking crazy. Like I said, don't try to be normal in a fucking abnormal shit. You know what I'm saying? You're not. Deal with it. I forgot the point that I was trying to make with Kanye. Kanye going crazy. The old Kanye. Yeah, Kanye Kanye. went crazy. He was asking what happened happened to Kanye and his mom. See, Kanye's mom left. She made the transition. And I think he never dealt with that. Because remember, he dropped 808s and heartbreaks as soon as his mom died. Mm-hmm. 808s and heartbreaks, like, he just kind of had to, like, put... And even and even in the, even his sorrow, he still changed the game. Because after 808s and heartbreaks, everybody got auto-tuned again now. Dude, so, Kanye you know is responsible for so much. Even the style, you know, if you go on a college campus, the style, like UCR, for example, the whole cut and the whole fit of people's outfits is exactly inspired from, like, the Yeezy season. 100%. You know what I'm saying? I... I and just the fact, just how Kanye, when he was talking about, um, he was taking the game to the to the next next level, and he did. He made it cool. You don't have to be a gangster. 
you didn't have to fucking do this, that, and the other. The, the, the basic shit we was doing, the shit we was already doing, you didn't have to do that shit to still get females and still make money. You could be, you could be with a backpack on, have dope ass lyrics, and still pull girls and still be fly. That's the fucking precedent that Kanye set out for the fucking Drakes and the people like that to follow. Big Sean's and all that shit. There would be no fucking Drakes and all that shit without Kanye West. Please believe that. You gotta put respect on Kanye West's name. On top of the brother producing, making beats. That's what I was gonna say. Is when the whole shit went down, everybody was starting to jump ship. Everybody was jumping ship like, oh, fuck Kanye. And I was like, how are you gonna, in this time, like, I remember somebody was talking shit on Twitter. Somebody that he wrote with, or shit like, or somebody he wrote with, black dude who's from Chicago. I think it was to open up his old childhood house. Who's the dude? Ryanfest? It might have been Ryanfest. And he's yeah. like, yo, Kanye needs some help. I'm not messing with that dude till he nah, gets some help. No, I, nah, I don't see Ryan Fest saying that. It, it was one of them. It was one that. of them. But he was just like. I think Kanye, Ryan Fest is rock, rocking with Kanye. It was one of them. But he was like, yeah. yo, like, Kanye needs some help. That nigga ain't right. And this and that. And blah, 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 blah. And blah, 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 blah. And I was like. You don't jump out there and be on no motherfucking media. They talk down on that, bro. Especially when he didn't got you a bag, nigga. For real. Like, what the I fuck was is like, wrong with you? Just, man, everybody, everybody loves to, like, everybody loves to, like, recite lines, right? What's one of the best lines that has come out in a long time from Young Kendrick? Was when the shit hits a fan, is you still a fan? And I didn't even like, I didn't even, I didn't, I didn't even like remember that line. I don't know how I didn't say that that line on sight to some of these people who were just like, man, fuck Kanye, like, ah, oh, like he's, I don't know, that dude's fucked up. He need, like, man. I don't understand how when when Kanye something West. bad happens, that's when it's time to to run away, and then and then <coughs> when it's he's doing good, when he's victorious, that's when you come back. What are you a fair weather fan? That's like the most, the, the logic of it. And that's how I was yeah. like, y'all are so basic. Your thinking is so, yeah. is so like, is. He knows lame. See, this lack, thing, people that, people lack, that say that shit, the, the, the very people that say that shit, they don't know the fucking lame. Because if they knew they lame, they wouldn't say the shit. It's so whack. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, I can't, I can't. I'm pretty sure I won't be tested, but. You ain't gonna get no motherfucking fail no system on contact. So. You know what, man? No, I ain't cracked that shit. The air on. Fuck that shit. Is the air on? Take some motherfucking poppy seeds. I don't know. Um. Anyway, man. It's just like you know, man. That's another thing people saying on, on on the Vice Land interview. The therapist. He was talking about how their character assassinates you. They'll physically assassinate you. And I say that shit all the fucking time. People are so much in the fucking mind control that they'll just they'll believe the shit. They'll believe anything they tell you about a, a, a character in the public eye because the character assassination. A lot of times is 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 worse than the the physical one, because you have oh, to you, without have, a doubt. you without have to a suffer doubt. through without it. You have to actually suffer and be lot. Like I'm sure Bill Cosby wanted to die a lot, a few times. Well, Bill Cosby, I know, yeah. but I'm just saying. I think come on now. I, Bill if we Cosby gonna keep it all the way real, then we gotta we gotta put the Woody Allen's out there. Yeah. We gotta put the the white dude from Seventh Heaven. We gotta put these real pedophiles out there. I'm not saying what Bill Cosby did was wrong. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying well. I'm excuse me, see, mom, I'm sorry. I'm not saying what it was right, excuse me. Oh, uh, yeah. Because yeah. it wasn't right. Anytime you rape, drug, rape, that shit's fucking wrong, homie. But, there ain't no but to it. Is Bill Cosby gonna get reincarcerated? Definitely. Uh, his old ass, man. He already Definitely. reincarcerated. He, oh, yeah. That motherfucker, he's wherever. already dead. You know what? Yeah, he's I think, I think, this is the thing about Bill Cosby. The, the pendulum always swings to the other side, man. Seven laws. Seven laws alert. Yes, seven sir, laws yes, alert. Sir. What are the seven you laws? Say, laws? I don't know. I can't, you know, I'm a little, you know, 
I can't I can't see all the seven laws, laws of Tahuti right now. Law of harmony. Okay. You know these people are saying these I know, are laws of harmony. Rhythm, right? These are hermetic laws. Hermet, but hermet don't hermet. That's another fucking Greek stolen shit. Okay. Hermes, Hermes is a Greek motherfucker that got his game for Tahuti. Tahuti or thought. thought. Thoth. That's, Thoth is the Egyptian god. Thoth is the document. Thoth is the, the, that's where the laws come from. Okay. Then you got Hermes come, Johnny come lately. Johnny and come lately. Scra- scratching out Obamacare and putting in Trump care and saying these are my laws. Because that's what they fucking do. Hermetic laws. You know, Obama said that once people start liking Obamacare and start realizing how useful it is, they're not going to call it Obamacare, they're going to call it the American health Man, they can call it these nuts care. Okay. Because real real people know what the fuck is going on. First of all, you it's not even so. You know, there's, there's this janitor at the office who is like, he's funny. He's not, well, he's cool, but he's like, motherfuckers want to scratch some shit out and, and, and scratch that black man out the history books from being the first president to do healthcare. They want to scratch him from that shit as much as they can. Mm-hmm. Scratch that fool, not call him a fool. Scratch that brother's name out and put some Trump care shit in there. What kind of old? What in the ancient Egyptian Greek Greek shit is going on? You know what I'm saying? What in the damn Christopher Columbus is going on here? What in the damn Zeus? What in the motherfucking Trail of Tears is going on here, What buddy? in Zeus's like, nation is going on here? What in the crack epidemic is going on? Anyways, there's this janitor at the office who, like, who he always comes up and he's always like, yo, how... Like, he started, like, picking my... Like, he was like, hey, what's going on? He introduced myself and we started talking and just talking about, like, what we're into and we was talking about, like, Jungian psychology and, like, Joseph Campbell yeah. and then eventually got into, like... Like, he did this, like, last week he, he hit me up. He was like... He's like, yo, and it's kind of weird because we're in this straight-laced office, and he'll be like, you, and he won't even lower his voice. He's kind of... What you mean? He's, he would just be like, he'll just talk, like, regularly, and this is shit that I like to keep on the down low, like, just, you know, just kind of, like, quiet. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just, like, I'm just, like, I don't really, I don't really broadcast that I'm into the mystical Kabbalah at work and shit like that. Yeah, you know you what can't, I mean? you can't. Right? You can't. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, yeah, but he'll just come yeah. up, and he'll just be like, hey, have you heard of the Kabillion? I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, Yo, the Cambillion. Yeah, we gotta, we like, gotta get some sound effects in here so I can have some wacky sound effects. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. I was like, Cambillion, you, what do you mean? Ignorance like, alert, ignorance alert. He goes, ha, ha, ha. No, he's like pretty, he's, you know, he's getting no, there. No, I can't, I can't say he's ignorant. He but, was but, me, he was like me like four years ago. Like he's just getting into the, not four years, three years ago. And he's like, yeah, it's like the hermetic principle. So I look it up and it was like the Cambillion, hermetic philosophy originally, originally published in 1908. The Cambillion. Cambillion. Yeah, okay. the there we go. By a person, so that you know about this? Yeah, the, the three, life? The three initiate. No, 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 not the Kabbalah. It's not the Kabbalah. It's not the Kabbalah? It's spelled like that. That's not how the Kabbalah is spelled. It's spelled K Y B A L I O N. Yeah, those are hermetic laws. Tahuti. Tahuti. This is what I'm saying. So they call it hermetic. Got you, guys. So the principle of mental. So they're saying that it was three people, the pseudonym of the three initiates is a book. Book claiming to be the essence of the teachings of Hermes, Hermes Trimegasistus. Anyways, hey, but to their credit, they do they do say um, an in-depth analysis of Egyptian and Greek philosophy. So they do put Egypt first. Who does? The the authors, the authors. Yeah, they but, better put them first. But they talk about they talk about the seven principles, the principles of mentalism, correspondence, vibration, polarity, rhythm, cause and effect, and gender. Which one are you talking about for Bill Cosby? Bill Cosby is going through the pendulum, the rhythm of. Wait, isn't it the law of rhythm? One of them is the law of rhythm. Yeah, right? yeah, law of rhythm. Right. So the law of rhythm is the pendulum swinging back and forth. 
Bill Cosby used to talk down about upon the black youth. Which you, oh, a lot you, of people don't know about. You thugs, you little sagging, you little thugs. Eddie yeah. Murphy has that famous bit in Raw, how Eddie Murphy called him up. He was super excited and filth, florin, filth, and dip, blah, blah, this, yeah. this, this and yeah. that. And then he calls Richard Pryor up like, yo, Bill Cosby just cussed me. Like, he was just mad at me. And Richard Pryor said, tell that nigga, I said, suck my dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, and Richard Pryor meant that shit too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said, anyway, fine. That was a great. Yo, Eddie Murphy was. Hey, dude. But on some I real shit, Bill Murphy Cosby did. did not embrace the black youth. Instead of embracing the black youth, what he did was demonize the black youth. Chastise what he did, chastise them, and be no different than the powers that be. So guess what the fuck happened to Bill Cosby? That motherfucking pendulum came and swung right back on his ass. So that's why ain't no motherfucking love, homie. It's like Greek tragedy level, though, like this pillar of the black community, right? Because it's, it's like really fucked up that Bill Cosby, who for the longest time was his champion of like, also like represented in like the media, because that's a powerful thing to broadcast like a wealthy, successful black family. Like yeah. the perception of that or the, the effect of yeah, that the, is like powerful. The imagery, the imagery of the, imagery, the Huxtables. Yeah, exactly was very healthy for uh, black people. Not only black people, just people all around. Super because healthy. It, it let yeah. people get an insight or a new perspective of black family life other Why than the stereotypical view of what you see. While they didn't lose their blackness, like they still had rhythm. And they, they, it was yeah, like an important They still had Afrocentric concepts yeah, yeah, intertwined. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was like, ama- like, ama- like genius level shit. B- and then yeah. it comes out that boom. But all that shit dude. don't matter. See, when that's you, the thing. When you don't like, put the work uh, in. Yeah. What 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 stays in the dark comes to the light. So if you putting all this black positive what happens on Earth stays on. You putting Earth. all this black positive black imagery out, right? But you're not living like that, yo. Oh. You think okay, that's right. just gonna fucking? You think you're gonna be able to do that forever? Hell, motherfucking no. So, yeah, it was good for what it looked like. The black positive imagery of the Huxtable was nice. It was beautiful. Everybody was in college. Everybody was cool, well off. They got, oh, Theo got an earring in his ear. Oh, Theo, oh, we got an earring. Shout out to Malcolm Jawar one. He a real, he a real one. But I'm just what saying. What has he said? What was it? What has Malcolm Jawar, has he come out? I don't know what he First did. First of all, Lisa Bonet was from the beginning was not a big fan of Bill Cosby because there was some friction between the two. Cause yeah, because she, 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 got, she got fired from the show. She did, did those new, but because she did those nude pictures. Yeah, Bill Cosby was, Bill Cosby the type of motherfucker, he'll slap your hand and say, hey, no, stop smoking weed and cussing and fucking bitches. And then behind closed doors, he's smoking weed, cussing and fucking bitches. So <laughs> and he's one of them type of niggas, you know what I'm saying? One of them old illegitimate preacher ass niggas. So I don't, it's, it's, it's weird. We don't it's take, weird. We don't, we don't so take, we don't take Bill Cosby with a grain of salt, homie. He's not vital to this struggle or this the uh, movement at all. And I say movement, I mean the betterment of oppressed people around the world. Why do we start talking about Bill Cosby? And his eyes look like they finna bulge out, Joe. But like, you know what I'm saying? Dude, as he got old, he got I'm really... I'm surprised that motherfucker didn't been. He, he didn't been made I think he is definitely dead, just based on the way he I looks. I think he just wanted to beat the case before he died. Just for his legacy? Yeah, for his legacy. That's the thing. When like, man, fuck that. I ain't gonna let these white folks just beat me like that before I die. When Bill Cosby dies, <laughs> what is the legacy? What are they going to say? That he used to put Quaaludes in a pudding pot. You know what I mean? Like, uh, hey, man, I can't even eat Jello. I can't, man. I was never a fan of Jello in the first place. Jello was pork anyway. Hey, shout out to hey, all, my Muslim, all my Muslim people. I, I ain't no Muslim or nothing again. 
I don't want them to call the feds on me and nothing like that. But, uh, my, you know, I grew up around a lot of Muslims for a long time, man. And they really broke, broke down how much shit pork is in. And now people are Johnny come lately with the pork shit. Now motherfuckers is now like saying, okay, I don't like the, the red meat and the pork. <clears throat> now that my, my, my grandmama gone, my daddy gone, my this, that, and gone, my granddaddy gone because of my heart disease and heart attack and diabetes, maybe I shouldn't eat pork and, and red meat. But the Muslims already been say, always been saying, they always been living a clean diet. So, you know. Uh, and a clean asshole. Shout out to the bidets. A what? Clean asshole. Oh, that's the thing. Bidets. Oh, that's nigga prank. No, seriously, I went to a mosque because I, I really had to go to the bathroom and I got into the bidets like a little bit before that. They got and bidet? I go to, dude, they got bidets in the mosque. Well, why you want to, why is it, what? See, that's, yeah, this no, new, because you have to be clean when you pray. Not, you have to be you 100% do. clean. Hey, you know what? When you live, what's so crazy? So when that's I, why you need a bidet. When I lived in Turkey. Portable bidets. When I lived in Turkey, I used to live right across the street in the village next to a mosque. So five times a day, be like, Allah, Allah, like the call to prayer five times a day. Yep. I got used to the shit, but anyway, women can't go to the mosque if they're on their period. Yeah, I know. You also you also, have to be clean. Also, if they're Ramadan, they yeah. can't during Ramadan if they uh, have their period, they're off the hook. Yeah, because they can't pray. They can't go to the mosque to pray. And technically, you're supposed to pray when you do Ramadan. So you don't on your period days as a Muslim woman, you can't you can't participate. So. If you, you know, if you're on that thing, and you know, me, a period, a period ain't stopped nothing but the sentence to me. So, you could go, if you want to pray, you know, whatever, you want to come read the book, you can be all on your period, right. you can let's be on your period. Let's not be disrespectful. I'm just now. saying. These are... A period ain't stopped nothing but the sentence. Okay, man, all right. Anyways, what was, oh, bidets, what were you saying about before that, Muslim? So, anyway, I don't know, man, pork. but pork, I mean, look. Shout out to Alpha Brain once again. Even though pork, they say pork is leaner than red meat, it don't matter. Pork and red meat is de- it, 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 it's deadly. I don't give a fuck. That's all I wanted to say. PSA from your boy Crew. Southside. Southside, all sides, and Riverside. But yeah, man, like, Riverside and these, these dispensaries, man, they, these dispensaries, man, they, they don't want no dispensaries in Riverside because the dispensaries bring a black element. They bring, they bring an element. What's going on with, okay, um, you know, there was like, during like the 60s and 70s, I remember there was like, I remember just reading Malcolm X's autobiography yeah. and like watching videos from back then. All the black people dressed up in suits and look nice. We're educated. Yeah. Angela Davis, you hear Angela Davis talk? She's like wicked smart. The diction was just like, po- like poetic. Like it was just, uh, James Baldwin. You fucking hear James Baldwin. James Baldwin has this amazing date. Shout out to James Baldwin. Charlamagne just had him on his shirt today. I seen that. James Baldwin. What? Yeah. James Baldwin, the the gay poet, the gay the gay uh the gay uh author. The dude. How could Charlemagne have him on his show? He's his dead. shirt. His shirt. Oh, his. He shirt. had a picture of, of James Baldwin with the crown on his head. No, dude, James Baldwin was a bat. I watched. Have you seen I'm Not Your Negro? Negro. Not to see it, but I, 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 read, I wrote. I wrote. Dude, you, know, like you got to see it. James Baldwin was a bad motherfucker. Yeah. So he does this debate um, with William F. Buckley in Oxford. Anyways, what I'm saying is like yeah, okay, during the it. '60s and '70s, yeah, like Harry Belafonte up there. Also, by the way, Harry Belafonte, white wife, Sidney Poitier. White wife, James Earl Jones. That's true. That's white true. wife. That's true. But you know what's so what, what's so key about them brothers now? Yeah, they might have had a white wife, and then they, Quincy Jones, they might have had them white wives and all that shit. But a lot of them brothers is waking up. Harry Belafonte is conscious. Harry Belafonte is conscious. He I don't care. What, you know what I'm saying? But that does a little bit. When I found that out, I was like, wait a second, what? To get back to that. Anyway, to get back to what Umar said. Anyways, 
50s, 60s, there was like a lot going on for the black community, and then phew, boom, done. Yeah. What happened? Done. Boom. Like it just, it just completely collapsed. They black, they blackball you. They'll wash, they'll wash you out, man. If you're not down with the agenda, if you get in the agenda's way in any way, shape, or form, you're taken care of. Period, point blank. Malcolm they've X always, they've dead. Always, they've always lived by that rule. Malcolm X dead. They've always lived by that rule. Martin Luther King dead. And I think with them, died, like, the whole... It just... And then with the combination of, like, Nixon and Clinton... Nixon and Reagan. Nixon to Reagan to Clinton. And I think Ford was after Nixon, right? Because he had to pick up, the like, the slack. But then it was just, like, a couple, like, one, two quick jab and punches with the ghettos, with crack. Crack... Yeah. First they of tried, all, they tried a lot of shit on black people. Crack was they tried ne- a lot of shit on us, yo. Crack was never like a, a lot of shit. Crack was a, crack was never considered an epidemic. Now you've got like oxycodone. Crack, and- crack shuts down the melanin. That's what crack does. Crack, all these illicit drugs, they shut down the melanin. Melanin is a natural healer. It is a lot of natural things that are to the benefit of your color and of your human body. So with that being said, these people are being laboratory. They study. They study us. They study the culture. They study our, our genes, how our body moves, it's everything to a science. They put drugs out there to shut that shit all the way, calcify your pineal gland. That's what it does. It calcifies your spiritual connection. Pineal gland? Your pine natural, cone. Pine cone. Yeah, your pine cone, your pineal gland, your third eye, whatever the fuck you want to call it. It calcifies that shit. That's what it does. You think so? 100%. How do you know? What you mean? You can, you can, we can go downtown Riverside and see how it does. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. You know what I'm saying? And downtown Riverside is just one, is a, is a, is a, is a, is a frat, is a sprinkle in the bigger scheme of, of what it really is. Bruh, it is a, <coughs> it is like a, it is a, it is a zoo. It's a, like a cesspool of crackheads. There's a subway on the corner of University and Market. It's a horror show. They all chasing that euphoric feeling, bro. It's bad. It is bad. But what I was getting at was how crack was never seen as an epidemic. Crack, dude, Clinton went after black people and after the whole crack. Reagan with the note, you know, just say no and all of that. And, like, destroyed the black family. Yeah. And then, and then now. Black, brown. Now the. All, all the oppressed. It, it, man. Because what it is, this, this, this is what I think it is. The crack and all, like, the coke and the dope and the uppers and all that shit, it builds a false sense of reality. To where it gives you a false sense of happiness. And if you're in the hood, you're in the ghetto, you need to be as far away from sadness and, des- and de- depression as possible. So all that shit provides a euphoria. It provides a false sense of happiness. It's easy to get trapped in that cycle when you don't have shit. Okay? You got kids, you got all these kids, man and gone. So you, is a man that comes around. You get high on dope, and, and it provides a sexual euphoric energy, and you get lost in the sauce. They know that they know they know that shit was gonna work. They knew they knew the black black and brown people were emotional people, that we work off the love chakra, and that we we work we're, we're, we musical people. Wait a second, if Latinos work off the heart chakra, do we black do people too, work? We, we do too. What about the throat chakra? We just got we got we got so tricked out of our own shit. I'm gonna say not even I'm gonna funny. say black people's throat chakra, huh? I'm gonna say black people's throat chakra. We work all the motherfucking chakras before we got tricked out of our own shit. How many chakras are there? Like nine. Seven, nine. Seven, seven. Nine. I'm pretty sure it's seven. Yeah, seven and nine. Heart, crown, 
head, root, root, abdomen. I went backwards, but yeah. And then you got the um the down below. Eyes, eyes was one. No, well, third, I, eye, third, third eye, third eye. There's two of them though, right there. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, man, like they studied that shit to a science, man. And, and we just now waking up. We just now late to the party. But you know what? Better late than never. Uh, better late is never. You feel me? Yeah, I got to What did Drake say? Never. never uh, I don't pay attention yeah, to Drake. But I know, Drake. but but he said some real shit right there. What He does sometimes say some real shit. Never late is better. Never late is better. Right? I don't know. He said I better late listen. than never, I but never li- never late is better, right? The only song I listen or to is like, Glow. Or some shit like that. You know what the fuck I mean. Hey, fool me once. Fool, uh, shame on you. We got a link Fool me twice. Uh, you can't be fooled. You can't fooled again. You, you can't. You can't. You can't fool me again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yo, you know, I saw in the bathroom at UCR. That's why. I, that's how I really knew. That's it, because ninety percent of the people walking around at UCR are lost, and for good reason. They're like all young. As yeah. I, was, I would say, like ninety percent of the people just in general are walking. They're gonna around be lost, and they're gonna all have hunchbacks, yo. For real, because they're staring at their phones and horrible posture. Horrible posture. You know who I'm talking about. Hunchback ass. Make introverted ass. Show up at my hotel. No room. social skills ass. At my party at the end of the weekend. Girls is all weird looking ass. And, they, and you know, it's just so fucked up. It'd be a lot of beautiful women out there. There's young young women, but they don't have, they're lost. Horrible posture. Horrible posture. So written on the bathroom stall is that pussy knows me better than myself. And I was like, what? How could that pussy? I thought the whole point was, first of all, immediately I was like, is that a Drake lyric? I don't even know. That sounds like a Drake but lyric. Good, but, you could, but Drake is the voice of this of, the, of this fuckboy generation. He's the king of fuckboys. You know I can't say that. I can't hop out there and say that. No, nah, that's what I'm going to say. I, I can't, I can't, because I'm in, I'm in his business. I can't say about that about Aubrey. But, but what I can say is that Aubrey has sparked... A lot of people that's not really about what they say. Okay, dude, he thinks he's in the mafia. He, I don't know what he the, actually don't... literally thinks he's in the mafia. Be quiet, I'm saying a toast. <laughs> but you know what? Not, you <laughs> know any lyric you take of Drake's and you just say it in front of people, you they'll start laughing. Yeah, but you know what? The 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 dude is an entertainer. He's talented. There's nothing to take away from from, from Drake. Um, but I think that a lot of people that listen to his music are fake as fuck. That's that what I was saying. knows me better than myself. Two albums ago, you were talking about knowing thyself. Now that pussy knows you better than yourself? What happened? What yeah. happened here? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, but we were talking about omens earlier. Yeah. I went to the comedy store on Tuesday. You went to the comedy store? I went to the comedy store. Because you know what I was saying about how we had to show the Spanish people like like one last, because they were leaving, mm-hmm. and we became friends over the course of the year. And so we go to the comedy store. Yeah. It was a great show. We saw Joe Rogan. David Spade, okay. Chris D'Elia killed it. Chris D'Elia killed it. Bobby Lee, yeah. Ali Wong, some dope. Ian Edwards, dope, dope dudes, dope dudes. Okay, okay. Maybe. I get up, I get up to go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. and I see this dude sitting down. So from where I was sitting, from my position, I was maybe like he was like in front of me and a little bit to the left, right? Mm. So had I been sitting in the front, which I wanted to sit originally, I never would have seen him. Okay, sometimes I get up and go to the bathroom. I walk past, like, who's this guy? This guy looks like one of my old, like, track coaches from King. Yeah. He had, like, a knobby old white guy chin, like, mm. old white man, you know, like, knobby, skinny, like, farmer chin, like that dude from Curse of Cowardly Dog. And I look, I do a double take. It's fucking Quentin Tarantino. No. Quentin Not Tarantino. I'm dead ass serious. I'm dead ass serious. I saw, no, I can prove it to you now. Cause no, it's on I, the, I feel you, brother. Dude, yeah. it was I, Quentin Tarantino sitting there laughing. Mm. 
I what I look at him. But see, Quindle, he a, he a real nigga though. He he you know. Oh, for real. You, he, what was great about man. what was great about it is I got to watch and see what he was laughing at. Yeah. Cause you could really tell what somebody's like based on what they laugh at, right? Yeah. And he was laughing at all the dark shit, all the real dark shit. Mm. But it was a white guy that was doing the dark shit, and he liked it. Like he was laughing. There was like a couple times where he really like sort of like moved forward and was like out of his chair and sat up a yeah. little bit. But then a black dude came up on, and he was dying. He loved it, and he was with the black dude. He was with Gerard Carmichael. You know Gerard Carmichael? Mm-mm. Yeah. Carmichael. He's a new comic. Not the Carmichael new. show. Yeah, Carmichael show. He's a writer of. Yeah, Carmichael. Oh, uh, okay. I know the yeah, Carmichael. Carmichael. He came in with him. Hey, shout out to Tiffany Haddish, too, man. Oh, For Tiffany real. Haddish. She's on her way up, Hey, Joe. Joey Diaz had Tiffany she Haddish. She's been in the eye of the shit. You know what I'm saying? She gonna be up there. Tiffany Haddish. Real talk. No, she's dope. She was on Diaz's yeah. podcast. Yeah. So I see Quentin Tarantino. I looked at him. I did a double take. And in his face, I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. I was just like... And it was wild. And then we walked out at the same time. And I couldn't really, I couldn't even really, I mean, like, I wanted to take a picture, but it was such a chill situation. Mm-hmm. Everybody looked at him for about 15 to 20 seconds. They were like, oh, what the fuck? It was an open bar. It was like 1 o'clock in the morning, yeah. so it's still popping. Everybody looked at, looked at him and then just went back to what they are doing. So I was like, it's not, like, what, I, what am I going to, am I going to be the one person that walks up to him? And he's like, hey, let's, can I have a picture? So I didn't want to do that, but check out this. So That's I was like, I already. good ju- you to do that, though. Don't look thirsty. Oh, no, I was, I don't want to. Like, when I get it. pictures from people, it's because they might. The time is right. I'm just that's the thing. Yeah, I didn't want. I didn't want to walk up to him. That would have been bad. But I took it as an omen, and I'm like, man, that's crazy. Like I saw Quentin Tarantino. That's like a sign. And then I come home, and then the next day, yesterday. So this was on Tuesday. So Wednesday, Comedy Store posted on their Instagram. It's it's him and uh, Draw Carmichael, and he says, and it goes the perfect reminder to never compromise on the art you make, instead of trying to make something people will love. Make something because it's inside of you, then the people that love it will love it forever. Yeah. And it was That's crazy because I started reading the War of Art. Yeah. Not the Art of War, but the War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. Yeah. Don't don't get it twisted. All you motherfuckers didn't graduate. He didn't say the Art of War. You know the War. Of he art? said the War of Art. You not, know about not, that? Not, not no, I don't. But I'm just saying, oh, for motherfuckers okay. is for the remedial motherfuckers out there. You know what I'm saying? Not the Art of War. The War of Art. Okay, continue. The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield is all about resistance. It's all it's kind of like Joseph Campbell, except a little bit more oriented towards art and accomplishing what you want. Yeah. Joseph Campbell is like general, like broad and comprehensive, but this is specifically like specifically like resistance is something that will just it's just anything that prevents you from doing exactly what you want to do, mm-hmm. and it's specifically geared towards art. And it, you know, it talks about how like the universe will conspire, just kind of like the alchemist. Yeah. In in a way, he says like. He doesn't say this exactly, but basically what he's saying is how the universe will conspire to help you out once you really become committed. It's like, mm-hmm. when I, remember last podcast when I said deciding yeah. is a powerful thing yeah, to become committed? And the world starts opening up yeah. in a way, just like you're driving down a lane. It's like, dude, when the you're not... The universe is a real nigga, that's why. <laughs> the, uni- real. the universe is a real nigga. Yeah. The universe is like, okay, this nigga's serious. So, okay, I'm going I'm to I'm give him a little... I'm going to open up a little lane for him to see what he do with that. Uh, but if you don't do nothing with that, nigga, I'm taking that shit back. It's not even you like, I don't think they need to take it back. Not it's even just, take it back, it's, it's make it hard for your ass, nigga. Not even make it hard, but it's like, but like if you fail, then you failed. You and failed, then, right, but, but I feel like this ends right like, there. Like, if you want to get, like, I'm not no religious motherfucker by any means. You know, I'm spiritual all day, gang. But one thing in religion that says faith without works is dead. And without pro- proactivity and productivity, don't expect motherfucking nothing. You know what I'm saying? You got to put the work in this shit, man. And once you put the work in, that's when the universe, God, the creator, the creatress, whatever you want to call it, say, okay, 
maybe he is serious. Maybe she is serious. Let me go ahead and open up this lane and see what he she does with that. He or she does with that. That's how it works, bro. Pimp, simple as that. Dude, you like you, you start living the way that you're supposed to. Like doing what you really want to do, like what your heart is set out on doing. Because and and you can figure out what that is based on what you do naturally and what you're compelled to do and what you enjoy doing. And mm-hmm. you got to be like in tune with yourself. Like you got to un- like you have to be sort of like real conscious of like like your mood and like you have to really watch yourself. You have to be really introspective. But you can figure it out pretty easily what you always go back to. Yeah. Like what do you always do you always go back to doing this certain thing? What career has that as like an essential fundamental element? Mm-hmm. Is it writing? Is it doing this or whatever? So like once you start doing that, the you, it, everything becomes easier. Initially, it's hard. It's definitely yeah. hard at the, at first. Yeah. But after that, every there's no there's no misunderstandings. It ain't. Thing. The shit there's lines no misunderstandings. So, I'm telling you, and that's the trick, man. I've been thinking up. the trick is to not even fucking fit in. You know what I'm saying? Be as individual as possible. As long as you ain't stepping on nobody's toes, hurting nobody else. Do the fuck you. It's simple as fucking that. You don't got to join no gang, no religious gang, even though I did my little shit back in the day. But motherfuckers wake up and evolve, fam. That's what life is about, evolving. People, people, look, man, my dad used to put hands on my mom when I was a baby, homie. I remember my dad kicked down the motherfucking door of the fucking apartment. My dad is a totally different person now. People motherfucking change, man. This shit is about evolving. I don't think it's changing. I think it's evolving. It's evolving. Because I think there's 100%. a fun, there's fundamentally who you are as a per- person, and then there's potential. Yeah. And it can go either way. Yeah. And you start to grow and evolve and incorporate certain shit into your game. And it's not even that you change, really. It's just that you grew positively or you grew negatively. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And it was just like you grew, you 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 grew for the for the for the, the positive game. Yeah, you I mean you know it wasn't to your detriment, and that's what like you said you see people walking around like oh yeah you're gonna get reincarcerated because there are a lot of people that don't get the point to this shit and they're still stuck in the glamour mode. Not even you know what I'm saying. Dude, people who walk around, mode. dude, people who walk around irritated all the time. I see it all the time on the soccer yeah. field when I'm a referee, right. and and I can see I can like people come to the field angry. Parents, parents who are yelling at you for no reason. You you look at them and you're like, oh, your life is shit, you're horrible, like you're 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 not happy with your life and you're trying to take this out on me, you know, like you're trying to like, you, there's this excess frustration or anger that is misplaced and it's a neurosis. Here's the, you like develop these neurosis and anxiety from not doing what you want to do, mm-hmm. and you start developing this baggage because you look at people who are happy and free and it's because they're doing exactly what they want. Not because they're chasing money or because they're doing this or because they're doing that. But they're just like super focused and they're doing what you want to do. You look at everybody else who is like mentally or physically or emotionally or psychologically out of shape. Uh And they're like out of funk. There's something wrong with like it is not. We can't like something is hurt um, people hurt people, man. Oh, that's a spiritual law in itself. Hurt people hurt people. And I think that people they're not comfortable within. So it's easy to demonize what, and that's another thing. Like one man's God is another man's devil. So it's easy for somebody that's real pro-Christian to demonize Islam and say, "Oh, my God is supreme. My my white Jesus is the way to go. If you don't believe in my white Jesus, you know what? You're going to hell. Simple as that. And if you're a nigger, you're really going to hell. You're going to nigger hell. 
And it's really the fucking opposite. Because, <laughs> man, if you knew what the party was on the other side, man. What do you think is the design of, like, so your idea is that this is all by design? It's all by design. This is all set up. This is all... Africans and Black Americans. So don't what is get going on? What, it, what really, for a reason? So what is going on with Black people? What's that going on is Sammy like... Sosa's light, Sammy Sosa's, Sammy Sosa's skin color. That's what's going on. Vibes cartel. People, people, people that they start be- bleaching, skin. bleaching their skin and self hate is a hell of a drug, homie. Yeah, but I'm saying like how this started. Like what happened? What happened where like self hate happened? But no, but I mean, trauma, no, I'm trauma talking about happened. way before. I'm talking about like. Greeks taking over the Egyptians. Mm-hmm. You know, like that takes a toll on a human body, though. How come, like, how come, like, the Egyptian kingdom, like, okay, like, the success of Europe? Why didn't that happen in Africa? Is what I'm saying. Like, what, what, it, and what is the purpose? It did happen. You just didn't see it. Oh, you okay. see the remnants of it through Kemet, but you best for Batman. What? You're saying Maybe we had it. It was so lit, dog. I've been there in the dream world. I've been there before. You feel me? So. Who the fuck was that? Who? What you mean? That black dude who just gave that dude the, who gave. He I just don't know, gave. Man. You didn't even see. I didn't see that shit. He had his po- collar popped in front of Trump and everything. He gave it away. <laughs> Never mind. I don't know, Good. man. It's just a fucking in, in, in living color. This shit is a fucking fucking SNL. But anyway, now you know you know how you know I know we live in the Matrix is because of all this shit. How every headline is like a joke. It is. A this joke. looks like a headline in a Sims, like a hey, funny, man. like it's you know over. you. It's not gonna is oh this shit is over, homie. You playing like Sims and you're like, let me make a fake headline and the like laugh with my friends. Shut down. Sorry, go ahead. It's hilarious. Sorry. It's hilarious. Life is hilarious. This world is hilarious. Rest in peace in the Tina Reed. But anyway, um so yeah, man. You gotta just really you gotta be you gotta you gotta be woke for real. You can't be fake woke. Like your boy uh D Ray. From uh, DeRay from the Black Lives Matter, they got caught up in that whole apes, Planet of the Apes shit with the blue vest and all that shit. What happened? What do you mean? Just how you, like, motherfuckers, it, look, everybody ain't always insulting you, okay? Sometimes people are really relating shit to the Planet of the Apes movie. Because the Planet of the Apes movie had to deal with a lot of shit that we dealing with right fucking now. So, don't always fucking jump to conclusions and think a motherfucker is trying to cut, don't always pull the race car. The race car should not be pulled. I stopped pulling my race car. I left, I, I left my shit somewhere. I can't even find it no more because I don't want to use it no more because motherfuckers is overplaying the race car too motherfucking much when we got 102 Chicago shootings, 15 people dying in Chicago. Let's deal with these real motherfucking issues, homie. Let's stop talking about Black Lives Matter when they only matter on, 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 a, on a TV screen. And you ain't really getting out here putting these resources in Chicago. We need resources, man. We need people to fucking care. We need more chance to rappers to put that motherfucking million dollars up for the Chicago public school system. That's what we need more. Don't just give a fucking thousand dollars and a fucking a few max and think that's gonna fucking benefit the future. Come on, man. Get off the boo boo. Rest in peace, Pimp C. You got anything else you want to say? I uh, definitely want to get guests on. We don't have that many shout outs today. Shout out! Shout out! to Light, oh. man. Shout out to Light. Who's not light? not not person? Light? Not a person, Light. Oh. Actual Light, as in knowledge and wisdom. Because I feel like when you obtain Light, it, it is a very lonely road. You might not have a lot of friends. Your circle might not be that big. You might not have a lot of followers on Facebook and Instagram. I still Twitter. get mad about how little likes I get on Instagram. Don't get now, mad. I don't, I don't get mad, but I'm like that shit is a false set. Of, I, that shit is false gratification. Okay, let me say let me say this. I don't get mad, but I know I deserve more likes. But 
Don't be a hunchback. I'm not a hunchback. Nobody wants to be a hunchback. Out but here. also, I validate myself. Sometimes I like my own Instagram pictures, and people make fun of me. But there's definitely a science to that. Because I, I always say, if you're not a fan of you, if you're not a fan of yourself, who's gonna be a fan of you? What you is it? Love yourself. Love yourself, love yourself, love Dude, yourself. Dude, I, I love this combination you know of like love yourself and be confident in your per in yeah. yourself. But then also when you're confident with yourself, people are like, oh, you're arrogant and this and that and like fuck that. No, yeah, you, know you don't what? even under you don't yeah. understand. You yeah. don't understand. If at you all. love yourself and a person calls you arrogant, it's because them motherfuckers are, are not comfortable with, with their shit. They hate themselves so much that when they see another person with light, instead of embracing it and, 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 and trying to figure out how can I get that same light. You want to try to dim their light, but what it's really doing is dim your own fucking light. It's hilarious. You look stupid, son. And on that note, you know what I mean? You want to say anything else, man? I'm kind of hungry and shit, man. You know, I'm, I'm a little hungry. I got to go. fucking private reserve and shit. Play un partido. Yo tengo un partido de fútbol con uh, pavos. Yeah. All right. Yeah, all that shit, too. You know what I so, mean? So, I'm about to head out, too. But definitely want to get some guests on. I want to get Jeremiah Gordon on so we can talk about I want to talk. I want to get Jeremiah Gordon on so we can talk okay, about. Jeremiah, shout, shout to Jeremiah Gordon. Shout to Jeremiah. Who, who, who was that? I don't know who that. I'm saying shout to him. I don't even know who the fuck this that black is. dude at UCR. He's woke. And is we're gonna talk okay, about okay. the divide between black people and Africans. After that, I want to get Armon Azedi on to talk about the Matrix. Dude, we had an hour long conversation about how mm. I said we live in the Matrix, and he's like, I don't think we live 100%. in the Matrix. And I was like, dude, well, he took the blue pill. The blue pill was what's no, he's he's woke. He's woke. Oh, he's, he's woke. woke. Okay, he's okay. cool. He's cool. But he was just like, no. Let the nigga, just, let the nigga, let the nigga have a blue pill. Let the nigga, you know, let the nigga have a blue skin. You know, he's making progress. But I was talking about no. He was like, he's like, dude, you're giving me fallacies, logical fallacies. And I was like, I was like, just look at all the patterns everywhere. You look at the patterns, and I was talking about Nate. He was like, you're providing me with anecdotal evidence. Anyways, I want to get him on. Okay. Okay, and well, then, shit. Uh, that being you know, said, man, you heard. Stuff. We got the name Synergy Street, Sesame Street for grown folks. Got the man Howie crew. We signing off. Let's get it. Peace. Let's get it.